This is episode number 26 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. It's Jesse Mundell. And Anita Lambert. Um, so we're excited to share um, another review from one of our excited listeners. And this is from Cool Beans 2122 And they mentioned such valuable information for mamas, mamas-to-be, and health professionals all in one place. So thank you so much for that five-star review and for leaving some feedback as well. And so we'd love to hear from all of our listeners. So feel free to jump over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Um, if you don't have iTunes, you can also head over to our website, tobirthandbeyond.com, and leave us a comment under your favorite episode. And today we're really excited um, for our second episode in our mini-series about postpartum. Um, we're going to be talking about five of our top perineal healing items. And so these are things that both Jess and I have thought about using or have used ourselves or recommend to clients. Um, so first, before we get started, I'm curious, Jess, going into your first birth, because you were planning um, a home birth, were there any uh, perineal items that you thought about having ahead of time? Mm -hmm. I basically had all the things ready. Actually, one of my friends, she had gifted me many of the things that she had been done using. She had a home birth and she passed them on to me. So a lot of things that we're going to be talking about were the things that I was planning on using. It's actually mm -hmm. funny that we're talking about this because a few days ago at my two-week midwife checkup appointment, we we're just going through the list of questions that my midwife was asking me and we got to uh, the perineal healing and recovery question and she was like, she asked me and she was like, oh, yeah, your perineum's probably just fine. <laughs> I was like, yep, all good after that second C-section. So I'm excited for this episode because I haven't tested these out on myself, but they are things that I'm always recommending to clients. So also interested in, yeah, getting feedback from your personal experience and what you appreciated during that first postpartum, post-birth experience for yourself. Yeah, so definitely all these five items I had on hand. Um, and for this next birth, which I think this is the first episode we've talked about this. So I'm expecting baby two, um, and planning another home birth. So again, I will have all these items ready to go in case I need any of them. Um, and I know clients find this really helpful as well. So usually in their third trimester, when we're going over prenatal prep and postpartum recovery, I have a list of items and these are five of the main ones that I recommend. So why don't we start off with sits bath um so this was something then jess you were thinking you had ready to go mm -hmm. yeah it is and it's something that a lot of my clients find a much relief from postpartum mm -hmm. and so basically um what a sits bath is is it 
looks like a bowl and it fits on your toilet seat. So it's universal, it'll fit on anyone's toilet seat. And what it basically is, is a little mini bath for your perineum. So the vulvar area, that whole area underneath your pelvis. Um, and you definitely can instead draw a full bath um, and do it that way. I just personally found this was way quicker, um, much easier. And so you're just basically filling the bowl with warm water. Um, and then our second item on here is a sits bath herbs. So generally these herbs you can get at different places. Um, and we'll mention a couple of the companies that are my favorite. Um, but these herbs just help to soothe the area. So discomfort that can be associated with hemorrhoids, swelling, tearing, episiotomy. Um, and even yeah, without tearing or episiotomy, you're still going to have a swelling in this area. Like it's a very normal, our pelvic floor has to stretch and lengthen to allow the baby out for a vaginal birth. So um, just having this can be really helpful, help to keep the area clean, but can also help with healing as well. Um, and the sits bath herbs, again, you can use them in a full out bath. Um, I just know, yeah, personally, I remember after Pippa thinking like, yeah, I don't have time to draw a full bath. Um, but I have some clients who have preferred the bathtub because they could sit their whole body into it and it was just more comfortable on their perineum area. So I just think it depends how your birth goes, how you feel, but I always say it's worth having a sits bath ready to go and if you don't use it again like how Jeff said you can re-gift it to someone else um I joke now that a lot of my friends they know I'm a pelvic physio and so when I get invited to baby showers usually one of these items at least one is in uh in the gift basket because it's not something people tend to think to give but I can guarantee every mom is super happy when they receive it when they get to use it I love that that's such a good idea so would you recommend that people do this daily postpartum in the early days and weeks? How many times a day? What mm. do you recommend? Yeah, you definitely you can do it every day. I know some people do it more than once a day. I'm trying to think back with Pippa. I think for the first little bit, I even did twice a day when I could, and it was literally like five or 10 minutes. Um, and then over time, it was less than maybe every other day, and then eventually stopped doing it. And some, some moms do it for the full six weeks. Others do it for the first two weeks. It kind of really depends how your birth goes and how you feel and how your healing is going. So I wouldn't say there's a right or wrong. Generally, you know, 10 minutes is plenty um, with, uh, with using a sits bath. But yeah, you could do it more than once a day. And if there is significant tearing that occurred, does someone need to hold off or is this safe to do immediately after birth? Yeah, generally you can do it right after. Um, I don't, I mean, you could do it the day of, but some people end up just kind of waiting at least a day to do it, but typically it should be fine. The only thing would be if you have significant tearing because of how the pelvis is sitting on that sits bath, you might feel more pressure just because like the, the internal part around that pelvic floor area isn't supported because the water is there. So that's where I have some clients prefer the bathtub because they get the whole bottom of the tub supporting them. So it's one of those where you got to try it out to know if it feels right for you. Cool. And what herbs might you be adding into the sits bath? Mm -hmm. So depending on the company, there's a lot of different ones, but commonly um, the sits bath is so to include witch hazel, calendula, lavender, chamomile. Um, 
any of those herbs that just can be really, they're really relieving and soothing um, and can help with healing. So every company will be slightly different. Um, some of my favorites are, so 10th Moon Care, um, also Earth Mama Organics and the Matter Company Substance. So um, definitely the Earth Mama Organics is kind of in Canada and the US and beyond. Um, and 10th Moon Care and the Matter Company Substance are Canadian, but you may be able to find them elsewhere as well. So just to give some different options. Um, and I tried various ones myself and I've had clients use different ones too. Perfect. So the <laughs> third one on our list is a perineal spray. Did you use this postpartum? Sure did. It was probably one of my favorite items. Um, basically, I would use it and I tell clients to use it. After you go to the washroom, once kind of everything is clean and dry, you can spray that on. It's very soothing. It doesn't sting at all. So generally, it'll also include witch hazel, lavender, aloe, peppermint, those types of um, items. And then also doing it after your sits bath, spray it on again. So I usually just kept mine in the washroom because that's generally where I was going to spray it on anyways. Um, really easy to use. And I used the Earth Mama Organics, and I liked it because... How they have the spray bottle is you need to be able to spray it upside down and not every spray bottle can do that so I really liked theirs um, but definitely there can be others as well I know a local um, doula company here they actually make their own and they call it a V spray so hello baby here in Peterborough has that very similar product and the spray goes upside down as well um, so check out where you are but yeah Earth Mom Organics is awesome and you can get it online the fourth one on our list is alcohol-free witch hazel toner for pads, padsicles. So yeah. I love this. So many of my clients have made these for themselves too for postpartum. How do you make these? Basically what it sounds like is you get your super pad. I tell clients, make sure you get the biggest pads you can find. Um, and as a pelvic physio, I'm generally recommending pads that are less processed and more cotton, like in terms of just made a little bit better so there's less irritation but I find sometimes postpartum with the amount of bleeding that there is sometimes you just need to go with whatever big pad that you can find um, and basically you just pour the witch hazel so witch hazel make sure it's alcohol free but it's basically a clear liquid and you just pour it on the pad so if you're going to do a padsicle you would pour it on before you put it in the freezer or if you're doing a room temperature pad you just pour it on before you put it on and again, it's just kind of a soothing uh, type feeling. The patsicle can be nice. I know I used those and it just was a little bit soothing to have that coldness in that area. Um, but you don't, you don't have to put them in the freezer if you don't want them or, or want to, or if you don't find it comfortable. I know this is a question that some of my clients have asked about making the patsicles, wondering once they start melting, does it get super soggy? So I found it didn't. Like I found once they start to thaw out, yeah, I would change it. But I know I was thinking that too, like are my pants going to be all wet? Um, but I, I didn't find that at all. I just found it kind of just kind of got warm after a while and then you just switch it up. Yeah. And actually for this too, a tip um, I found helpful was I would get kind of one of those large Ziploc bags and I would do three at a time and then make them and put them in the freezer. And when I got down to knowing one was left, I would make more. Um, and my husband got used to uh, pads being in the freezer, which 
totally fine. I'm the one who gave birth. So I'm like, you get to look at pads in the freezer. Um, so that I found was helpful. So you could always stay on top of making sure they were made ahead of time. Um, and two companies for that, that I really like is theirs, which, um, you'll see in a lot of health food stores, or if you shop online well.ca or any health, um, health online businesses, it's a great one and just make sure it's alcohol free. And then also Earthwise is another great one as well. All right. And the last one on our list, which I don't know if I've actually heard about this one. So let us know what this is, TheraWise. And yeah. this is for hemorrhoids. So it is a kind of more natural ointment for hemorrhoids. So it's called TheraWise, which is a natural HMR hemorrhoid ointment. Um, and I first learned about this actually from a Toronto nutritionist, um, Joyous Health. And she had posted something about this and it was before I gave birth. She had given birth about six months before because a lot of the hemorrhoid creams out there are full of kind of extra, extra substance and items, which if it works for you, great. But if you are looking for something that a little more natural, so this one has witch hazel, chamomile, argan oil, grapeseed oil, aloe vera, olive oil, and a few other kind of natural substances. So I had it ready to go. I didn't end up getting hemorrhoids, but I figured I have a ton of clients and friends and family who do. So I'm just going to be prepared just in case. Um, so I had it ready to go and I'll have it ready to go this time around. So I thought I would put this in as because there are a lot of hemorrhoid creams out there, but people may not have heard of this one. So this one I ended up finding at a health food store in Toronto when we were living there, but you can also find it online and we'll make sure all these items are also in the show notes as well. So you can check them out. Perfect. That is a great tip. Last one that we have on the list, which is an extra, so bonus number six, is a peri bottle, which I also use post-C-section the last two times as well, too. So why can a peri bottle be useful for vaginal birth? So it can be helpful. It can help keep the area clean. So you would put warm water in it. And what's great about this is if you give birth in a hospital, pretty much everyone, at least here in Canada, you get given one. Um, if you have a home birth, I know I ended up getting it at a local, it wasn't necessarily a health food store, but it was a place that we actually got a lot of our home birth materials ahead of time. So we had it ready and it basically looks like a squirt bottle. So you put warm water in it and after you go to the washroom, you would just spray it on your perineum area just to help again, keep it clean. But also I found it helpful is when you're actually going pee, you actually squirt the bottle at the urethra at the same time. Because if you have any, even without tearing, you may have a little bit of stinging in the area. So I found squirting the bottle at the urethra made that stinging go away. And I have a lot of clients experience that too. So it's nice because it's free. You get it from the hospital or from another area if you're um, having a home birth or at a birth center. Um, so just kind of a nice extra bonus um, for your perineum to heal well. So thanks so much for joining us for this part two of our postpartum mini series. Uh, we hope these five items will be really helpful preparing for your own birth. And be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and the names of the items that we talked about. On the next episode, we are going to be talking about misconceptions about postnatal fitness coaching. Anita and I will be sharing the journey and evolution of our thoughts and understandings of what really is effective coaching and treatment for postnatal populations. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 